Hi guys, it's June 8, 2022, and you're watching me, Nikki, also known as uh, Faces Trader or Awesome 10X, here in the Philippine Market Update. Let's go ahead and take a look at the Philippine markets. Okay, um, all right. So uh, market situation first. Your PSEI is trading at 6,800. And uh, let's take a look at the index here. Index market value is about 3 billion pesos. That is a very low volume traded. We're seeing that uh, Philippine market or Philippine issues are still very relatively thinly traded. Uh, index movers, let's just read through you, uh, read through the print, uh, read through the prices. Ayala Land has since climbed back to about 32 pesos. Ayala Corp is now running at 700 pesos, possibly because of Ayala Land rising. So usually sabay tandem. Ali AC, 32.698. Let's take a look at JG Summit, 53 bucks. BPI 97, Jollibee 207, BDO 129, Meralco 366, Security Bank 93, Monday 14, Globe 2428, Ascent 764, GTCAP 506, San Miguel 106, Converge 24, Metro Bank 54, URC 106, MPI 380, Lucia Tan Group 846, Robinson's Land 19, AGI 10 peso, 1080 cents, Pure Gold 33.6, Avoid is Power 31.50, Megarol 268, Telephone 19.24, Wilcon 27 bucks, Emperador 17.24, SM 860 pesos. So what you're seeing here is actually more of a catch-up on Ayala Land share prices. Um, what we're seeing is that uh, Megarol is also still very depressed here, 268, might actually cl climb back. Um, in terms of stats, let's just read through it. No, Total traded, um, top traded, you're seeing um, BDO. Ayala Land, SM Prime, AC, SECB. Most of these are uh, index issues, save for the fact that um, on the 19th, yes, we're, we're going to be discussing ASLAG. ASLAG IPO is trading below IPO today, 196. Um, still trading at about 52 million pesos, uh, 26 million shares. That's a far cry from the 400 million pesos that was traded on its first day. So we can see that most of the issues um, have been traded on the first day around, uh, if I recall, it was about 280 million shares uh, being traded at about 225 average. So a lot of people who have a slug would roughly be at that level, 225, um, 280 million shares. Um, a few of them would have bought here pa at 196, although I would assume na this is smaller because uh, you're seeing just 20 million shares being traded going, uh, going at these levels. So um, other than that, we're seeing as well um, Nicolasia trading at 738, DNL7, uh, Bloom 637. So issue-wise, we're still very thinly traded. Let's take a look at the top gainers, um, top gainers with volume. Mm. Ever 28 cents, 183 trades, 12 million pesos value traded. Uh, Ayala Land is really the most top traded. No? Ayala Land, Security Bank, up 3%. Aslag, top traded. You can see that 196, up 3% from yesterday's low. BHI continues to go up, but uh, relatively thinly traded. Na. But uh, still good. No, We're still seeing uh, 200 million shares trading BHI. Value is 24 million pesos. So let's go through the charts first before uh, reading through the um, reading through the movements. Actually, okay, let's read through news first uh, and then charts. Um, in terms of ASLAG, we are seeing that um, they reported the uh, stabilization fund. Uh, lumabas na yung mga stabilization fund yesterday when it broke below 2 pesos. Uh, I also tweeted it for those who are uh, following me on Twitter. This is me 
Um, this is me, guys. Saan ba yun? Twitter. Yeah, this is me, at Trader. if you want to follow me on Twitter. Uh, I shared the, no, eh, I shared the aslag na dito ko ba shinare yun? Um, yeah, so I tweeted this last night. Uh, yesterday, each company has earnings power even under economic, uh, terrible economic conditions. It would far exceed its interest payments. So my confidence or my opinion is justified by experience, knowledge that society will forever need huge investments in energy, including alternative energy. Um, I was really discussing more on solars, although I am very bullish on solar and nuclear. And you can see on most of my tweets that uh, I've been bullish uh, on many companies abroad, like uh, Sunrun, Uraniums. Our Uraniums just printed a very strong move last night after Joe Biden um, signed a $4.3 billion deal to, uh, to do nuclear for USA. Um, that's actually a very good news. So far, you should be aware that dollar peso is also hitting 53 pesos. That would be a headwind for all of us because we are mostly importing oil products. It's doing 50 to 80, 88. We're still nearing 53 to 54 areas. So um, we're still in an uptrend on the dollar, which means that our peso is devaluing against other currencies abroad. And since we are a massive importer, we import oil, we import uh, food, we import well, we basically import a lot of things. Uh, it's going to be very bad for the Philippine economy as the dollar peso continues to devalue, uh, especially if it goes spiral up to about 54. So just a headwind to keep in mind. Um, to keep in mind. Nonetheless, if we are not borrowing in dollars naman, we are spending in pesos. It should be okay. If we earn dollars and spend in pesos, that's good for us. Which companies in the Philippines... Um, Make money in dollars, very few. Um, we, we think that ICT, of course, ICT, the shipper, the Razon shipment, the container terminals is still very strong. You're seeing uh, actually super science strength on ICT. You're seeing that. Um, but that is not just ICT. It's actually happening to all the shippers worldwide. Um, I'll show you a few shipping uh, companies abroad. This is moving up. No, grab it $2 to $28 for grind rod shipping. We're seeing uh, in Hong Kong, uh, Orient Overseas, Nectenex moved in, yan, 20 to $275, and then needs to go higher. Zim actually gave a $20 cash dividend, and take a look at that $10 to $70. A lot of shipping stocks in general are going up. Why? Because uh, China has been buying a lot of these inventories, crude oil, um, and of course, it has to be shipped. And there's a very few uh, few number of tankers in the world. So actually, um, one of the few tankers that we are looking at, ito marami tong utang, but um, since the shipping stocks are moving up, we are seeing a lot of uh, buying pressure in uh, in not merging American tankers. I'm looking at these levels because uh, TUGS, which is the Philippine shipping stock, is also trying to rally here. Take a look at TUGS. It has rallied from 60 cents to 1 peso here. I'm not sure if it's going to go super high uh, at about 1 peso or something, but something to take a look at uh, in terms of shipping stocks. No, um, Very few shipping stocks in the Philippines. I only know of TUGS and ICT. If you know any anything more, just uh, comment away and I'll be looking at it. Speaking of TUGS, no, let's take a look at what just happened. Why did it rally from 60 cents to 1 peso and actually trading at 94 cents today? All right, so um, company disclosures. A few days ago, well, unlike the shipping stocks abroad, most shipping stocks, if you've been analyzing the shipping stocks worldwide, they've been generating higher profits because three times to ten times higher shipping rates. Um, and that, of course, has uh, spilled over towards uh, issuing dividends. Harborstar hasn't issued dividends, but we can see that from their earnings standpoint, yung financial reports nila recently, 
um, in the quarterly report just uh, on March 31, you could see a strong movement on the earnings already. So from previous year, 456 to about 731, that is an increase year to date. no. And then you're seeing, of course, from a loss of 66 to so about 198 million pesos. I think that reversal on TUGS is really um, being brought about by the strong shipping rates worldwide. Um, of course, I don't know too much about TUGS, um, basic uh, company. I, I haven't really studied TUGS, if I'll be very honest. But um, looking on the industry standpoint, what I do know is that freight rates abroad are going up. So um, let's read through the company description. Company says here that they have, as of December 31, 2020, they've got operations in 15 base ports all over the country, approximately 6,600 ships. They have uh, MICT, uh, Manila, South Harbor, Bataan, Batangas, Cagayan de Oro, Davao, Iloilo. So these are all local. So we're, what we know is that more, most of these vessels are local. So... I'm not sure if the local is um, already uh, raising the ship rate, shipment rates. I know the worldwide rates are going up, uh, 3x on the worldwide rates. Not sure about the Philippine shipping rates. But uh, that could have been the main reason for the company to report from 66 million loss, about 200 million pesos profit. Let's take a look on the May 27, material informations and disclosures. And board of directors lang yan. Um, annual reports, yeah. So you can probably glean, um, glean towards uh, insights on your annual report if you wish to read that. Um, but I think it's also the same. It's really just, um, if you want to see the worldwide rates, I'm going to take you to that uh, BDI, Baltic Dry Index. So this is the index of, uh, of most of the shipments worldwide. No? So this has gone up 800 to 5,000. It has since dropped, but it's still about 3x, no? For the for the year on year, you know, 2021 is trading here at one one and two five to three k. Wait up, guys! Uh, I just need to answer a phone call. Any fast lang. Wait up, guys! Send it. Okay, isn't ICTSI and MICT leading local shipping as they are our Manila terminal operators? Um, Baltic Dry Index is more powerful because it's worldwide. Uh, so I think the more powerful move is uh, ICT. I'm not too familiar of uh, of uh, local, actually. Sandali. I'm uh, I'm looking mostly on uh, world world shippers. So malakas yung industry because China has been buying a lot of uh, of commodities worldwide. Speaking of China buying all commodities worldwide, you're seeing bullish movements. Um, so nagsabay. Nagsabay yung uh, clean energy movements ng China and ng Biden administration. Let me read to you a very um, positive news uh, just, just happened 24 hours ago. Um, 24 hours ago, nuclear. Yeah, nagkaroon ng nuclear moves. Um, you're seeing um, this one. I'm going to read to you the news. U.S. is seeking a $4.3 billion for nuclear fuel to wean off Russia's supply. The plan would boost enriched uranium purchases from U.S. producers and requiring approval from Congress. I think the Congress is going to approve this. So um, this has been very positive towards nuclear energy plants. We've been discussing about the need for the world, not just U.S., not just China, but also the Philippines, to invest in clean energy investments. And we are already seeing that uh, that translate quite strongly. Um, 
let me show to you the movements worldwide of um just recently Joe Biden about two days ago reported exiting um the tariff war with USA. That means that solar panels can be achieved in US at a very cheap rate, 25% discounts or 15% cheaper for about two years. That should wean off the inflation and should also help avert the energy crisis in the US that's happening all over the world. Also, um, news um, on a positive side, to give you, um, you know, must round up news for you, not just a Philippine context, exporting of uh, Chinese, uh, <coughs> Chinese goods have been very positive. Um, so we all know that China reopened as of June, um, and we also know that worldwide manufacturing has deployed many arenas. So uh, Apple just recently on their Worldwide Developers Conference just shared that they are um, adding more supplies in Vietnam. So what we are seeing here, guys, is that if China is able to buy Russian oil at a discount and China can basically send their manufacturing goods or their solar panels to USA, it will actually help uh, increase the investments towards solar panel installations, especially for American households. This was very positive towards um, Sunrun and SunPower and a lot of solar panels. I'm going to show you the movement there. Um, this is Sunrun on the move on the move last uh, last day. And the gap up yan. You see this gap up, this move. Okay, Sunrun, for those who aren't informed, is actually one of the largest, if not um, the top three, top two na ato eh, uh, largest um, installer. And then they buy all of those solar panels, mostly from China. And as I said, in the Philippines, in the Philippine context, my guess is that Aslag or SPNEC or uh, ASEN, all of these solar panels are being bought from China. They're not producing because we in the Philippines do not produce our solar panels and we shouldn't aspire to produce our solar panels. What we should do as a country is to buy these solar panels which are cheaply and efficiently scaling in China and uh, just really install it in the Philippines. So that is very positive for more clean energy boost boosters. Um, that should be, um, that's, that's a positive cost because solar panel is a cost. So let's say uh, we know that the IPO proceeds of Raslag is supposed to be Raslag 4 and Raslag 5, correct? If they spent 800 million pesos to build the Raslag 3, that was a PPI, 70% uh, bank loan, 30% equity. That means that on the 4 and 5, if Raslag can build solar panels at a cheaper cost, we're talking about 30% cheaper, 25% cheaper because of those tariff panel duties, um, that's positive. Because the more demand, as we know, Pag nag-double up yung scale of demand worldwide, magiging mas mura yung solar panels, ma-affect pati Philippines, ma-affect yung buong mundo. That is a positive uh, transition towards solar. It's not going to be just positive towards Aslag all the way. It's also positive for all, ASEN and SPNEC. So it's actually positive for all the solar power producers, um, including Aboitis Power. Yes, because Aboitis Power, we argued, has 1,500 megawatts capacity all over the Philippines that isn't being priced in, in my view, in the market. So there's a lot of opportunities when it comes to renewable energy in the Philippines. Um, we talked about commodities. We said that commodity tankers are going up because there's a lot of demand being bought on commodities. What are these commodities that are being bought? Lithium, uranium, nickel. Why? Nickel, copper, oil, yes. So food, the right? Fertilizers. Okay, why is it happening? Because everyone in the world is trying to be self-sufficient. Even the Philippines, the right? We've seen how 
Um, I've seen in a supermarket yung mga, uh, sorry, yung mga hamburgers right now, imbis na lechugas, instead of lettuce, they're now putting cabbage because now ubus na rin yung lettuce. I think this was uh, happening in some part of the world. Of course, in the Philippines, we talked about the Jollibee French fries, the McDonald's French fries, the Randy's Donuts, all of these um, proble- problems on the food production because uh, we just um, we just borrow, uh, sorry, we just import. So um, that is still a main theme. And you can see that um, most of the prices of commodities have been going up. Let's show to you what's happening worldwide. So lithium, all of the lithiums. Why are, why are lithium going up? No, Lithium stocks are a function of batteries for EVs. So um, lithium, when it's going up, is also very positive for what? Nickel. So Nickel Asia, you can see right now in the Philippines, going up. Um, we've, we've argued, diba? when it was dropping, we said, okay lang yan, 650 all the way to $6, 6 peso for Nickel Asia was a buying, my buying zone. Because we don't see the secular trend ending, i.e., we see that the world has no choice but to invest in a lot of batteries. And when it comes to batteries, it means lithium and nickel. So lithium, nickel, copper, to be more exact. Because the solid-state batteries haven't been built yet or even if it's being built wala pang proof na um, it's super strong so most of the evs right now whether it be tesla or the chinese xpengs and evs um uh xpeng or neo and the auto which are given subsidies by china nowadays they will all have to source all of their batteries from philippine companies or indonesian companies that have nickel so that is very positive for nickelasia so actually it's not just positive for nickelasia you're seeing of course that movement even of, of fni um, the global fair nickel, diba? Umangat naman yan. So, yan pa rin yan. Uptrend pa rin yan. And then you're seeing, uh, tingnan natin yung mark natin. Tingnan natin yung mga, well, most of the time, the Philippines only just buys from Nicolasia. But it's also possible, of course, because nickel prices worldwide, lahat ng nickel miners, small to medium size, are also getting buyers, no? So, lahat yan, buyer, up, up move pa rin. You're seeing uptrends on nickel mark FNI. Alright, what we've seen recently is uh, Ayala Land went up. Um, we're seeing uh, that area nga, we were uh, arguing, the ng 28 areas, we're saying, ah, Ayala is going to go higher. Indeed, we saw that because of the support here at Ayala Land at 27 before, during the 2020 prices. No? Okay, nowadays, because Ayala Land has risen to 32, there might be resistance about 34. So, ingat lang. But of course, if Ayala Land is going up, we can see Ayala Corp is rising as well. Ayala Corp kasi is uh, largely uh, tied with Ayala Land. So you're seeing that Ayala Corp is trading below 705. There's a huge chance that Ayala Corp will also rally, although may resistance dito sa 750 to 760. Nonetheless, um, given the situation Ayala Land going up, there is a tradable journey for Ayala Corp to probably rise about 730, 740. Okay, um, a lot of people are asking about the solar. So let's just go through Aslag, um, all of these solar plays. For ASLAG, we don't know what's going to happen because uh, new IPOs, it's really difficult to find support. It's really difficult to know where the support lies. Although, what we are seeing here is that very low volume yung drops here. And a, sm- uh, a strong volume happened here wherein 225 was average price. So the first resistance for ASLAG, even in a very short-term standpoint, is the 225. That is your resistance because the prior support becomes resistance. At the same time, yes, we've seen the lows of about 185. That is a 52-week low. But of course, it could break down. We don't know. It could break down. But because this is very low volume, very low volume means that we're adding strong sellers. So it could actually stay uh, sideways. But if it's going to be bullish, it has to break above this resistance of 225. So downtrend. I'm not quite sure. But of course, we're bullish on the secular trend of solars. I'm going to show to you how uh, solar movements worldwide have been um, lurking um, worldwide.
So Time Invesco Solar ETF is a very strong um, ETF of all the solar companies worldwide. So it owns like the top top solar panels. And uh, since we said that China is really going to benefit on the solar panel tariff, Jinko Solar just went uh, almost a breakout of the uh, past uh, two-year high, 2021 to 2022. So you saw that the breakout move, yeah, si Jinko Solar. A lot of Chinese solars are making a, a, a strong move, yeah, no? si Jinko Solar, si 300, uh, 968, umangat din, but not as strong, pero okay naman, nandiyan din, up rent. Of course, uh, may Canadian solar, uh, yan mga solar panels, no? up sila. Um, so solar panels, solar installers, and mga micro-inverters. So Philippines, we don't have yung mga solar panel makers, wag na rin tayo mag-ambisyon. So um, what we can only do in the Philippines is to be a solar farmer. Um, okay naman, uh, we are trying to produce energy, so parang utility scale. So in terms of utility scale, um, those are yung mga next era energy, which if you took, if you take a look on the long run, no, good siya. Good yung mga movements ng mga energy providers. So whether it be um, um, sampler, I think number one na energy utility provider in America. So next era energy is usually uh, investing in renewable. It may be hydropower, it may be um, solar, wind, nuclears, gas, lahat yan eh. So parang in the Philippines, similar yan, si Ni and si Beth, the same yan. We talked about this in the previous um, uh, Awesome 10X last week, no? about uh, how we came up with the valuation for ASLAG and how we're comparing ASLAG versus uh, local and worldwide peers. So um, in terms of the worldwide peers, Brookfield ang um, tingin kong galaw because Brookfield is um, growing but also paying dividends. In, in this case, this Brookfield pays $1 dividend every year. So you're seeing uh, from $10 yan, nag $36 yan, and paying um, paying $1 every year. So if, if you're investing since 2009, bawi mo na yung $1 um, every year kasi. So yung $10 mo, naging $15,000 plus yung $10 mo, nag-up pa ng $36. So that's how I see um, the market is pricing in um, a potential dividend and growth play for ASLAG. But of course, that's not just true for ASLAG. Also, the, the truth for Aboitis Power, I think the same, no? We're bullish on Aboitis Power and we came up with uh, with our our uh, awesome 10x um, coverage on Aboitis Power. Um, you can see it here. Just look it up. We said that uh, more than mine, uh, more than, uh, no, Aboit, uh, just go to it, awesome 10x. I actually can go do that. Oh, let's go lang. So for those who are new here, please subscribe to Awesome 10X. It's a free YouTube channel. Wait now. Go to the Avoid is Power coverage. Avoid is Power Awesome 10X. I covered that in detail. This one, Growing Renewable Energy for a Balanced Portfolio. So um, I like it. Um, we, we made a deep dive on these uh, issues, no? We like Aboitis Power and Aboitis Equity Ventures. So far, so good. Uh, still uptrend. And uh, I think that when you're investing in clean energy, you should be looking on a more balanced portfolio there. So positive naman yan. Um, I think it's still going to go 36 for Aboitis Power. Um, AEV, umangat na, nag-52 na yan. So some people might be taking profits after a rally of from the recent dip. Pero ano, um, still bullish on the two entities. No? So bullish pa rin tayo on the Aboitises in general. <clears throat> I'm bullish on energy in general. Okay, um, in terms of news, so this is just telling you na they sold the 52.5 million shares, yung over allotment, they had the stabilization. And then uh, let's just take a look at uh, this news. I just, I'm just, wala akong Abacor, no? So I didn't know na yung restructuring ng Abacor ended up being a 7x move. 
So, uh, pardon, because I don't really look too much on a lot of these um, issues, no? Hindi masyado tumiting in our restructuring issues. But, um, yeah, Abacor has gone from 20 cents to about 1.5. Nag-7x to from uh, three years ago. So, um, nag-restructure siya. What exactly did they do to achieve that 700% gain? I'm going to read to you uh, the movements. So, as of June 3, 2022, says here that we thank Mrs. Mandanas for guiding Abacor throughout the years, especially during the COVID pandemic. So, umalis na raw si uh, Attorney Mandanas. Um, okay, so she was a uh, departed president. The financial results um, we're showing here, um, the income from loss 2020 to a 5 billion peso income. Revenue for 2021 amounted to 430 million together with trading gains of 143 million pesos as a result of strategic sale of properties, JVs with partners, and other regular trading activities. So they basically sold off properties, um, and as such, uh, they were able to partially recapture uh, a reflection of their uh, no, fair value and their growing property values. So this was more of a value appreciation play um, through land sales, uh, early part of 2022 to the Gaisano Group, to a retail conglomerate for their cattle operation. So mostly nasa del disposal, selling. That's why their income amounted to 5 billion pesos with an earnings per share of about 1 peso 20 cents per share. So they unlocked the value by simply selling because they were trading way below book value. Therefore, they had a one times PE ratio for the company over the last uh, two to three years. So that's why they had that uh, movement. As a result, total retained earnings right now is 10 billion pesos. And given their strong financial results, they are giving a 10 centavo dividend um, broken down into a 9 centavo property dividend in the form of pride shares to be a public company. 1 centavo cash dividends uh, primarily for the shareholders. The fractional shares are not uh, allowed, so they will give cash for those uh, on a fraction. Okay, emphasize that this does not preclude the company from declaring another dividend at the end of this um, calendar year. Debt to equity remains at very healthy levels. It's now point from 0.15 to 1, it's now 0 0.05 to 1. So we are seeing that uh, this was more of a restructuring play and a distressed asset that had become uh, unlocked. We will be able to have Abacor service and investment gateway in the province of Batangas. Um, and so on. Um, what company is doing the same thing? So we know that BHI recently has been sold to the Razon Group. And uh, so far, we felt that uh, it was a tradable play, so it also went long. Uh, so far, naman, BHI has been rising. You can see that since that news, there was um, a pullback here that was a profit-taking pullback here at 9 cents and then continuous trade to about 11 cents now. While I don't uh, I don't know how to value BHI, I would say that uh, the valuations might have been um, presenting Razon a very great value for their property such that it is still trading at a, at a potential move to 12 cents or 15 cents. No? So um, let's read to you the news on BHI in case you aren't aware that there was a, a stake sale that happened. Um, recently on the BHI group. BHI, Boulevard Holdings. So let's just read through that. Nagkaroon niya ng news netong, ito, this day. Kailan ba yun? This one yun eh, mga May 18. So let's go through that news. May 18, ito yun. Material information, May 19. Okay. So um, here, it says here that DHI sold the property entering an agreement with Solaire Entertainment for a land located in Paniman area, Ternate, Cavite, with a selling price of 5,000 pesos, 50 cents 
uh, 5,050 pesos per square meter. So um, that has, of course, increased the valuation for BHI because that is a cash sale. Um, it also tells you that if BHI owns a lot of properties, they can engage in JVs or sell stakes uh, either to Razon or to other uh, property magnets that have plans to invest within the Cavite site. This is a 281,000 square meter. So going na lang natin, 300,000 times 5,000. So um, 300,000 times 5,000, 300 times 5 is 1.5 billion pesos. So that's a huge amount of money na um, it's very uh, positive towards VHI. And what's uh, what's VHI's valuation today? Let's just see on the anal analytics here. Uh, analytics here, uh, VHI is trading at... What is the market cap of BHI? Shares, fundamental, volume, technical, okay, BHI, A, B, C, D, A. BHI, okay, market cap is 1.35 billion. Shares outstanding, 12 billion shares. So I guess the market is pricing in BHI's valuation based on that property sale. I don't know if BHI has other properties furthermore and if BHI has other utang. But most likely, um, it will pay off those loans uh, and be able to sell. Kaya the market is pricing in BHI on a positive note. Should uh, should be uh, a look. No? Should should Might might be a good look. Uh, let me see also on TUGS. Magkano ba TUGS ngayon? Market cap lang. TUGS right now is trading at uh, 840 million. And so that means that TUGS is trading at about four times multiple. Kasi it just earned 200 million, which makes stocks medyo cheap, no? Um, yeah, pwede siyang umangat pa because it is still cheap. So we we look at a, at a bullish play here on stocks. Medyo bullish tayo on shippers. As long as it will earn income and hopefully pay cash dividends as a result. Um, okay, let's read through your questions if ever. Miss Nikki, your thoughts on first gen? Sorry, wala akong thoughts sa ATI. Uh, that is a terminal, no? Wait, I'll try to put it on my watch list. Asian terminal. So there's no volume. Actually, I don't look at it kasi wala ring volume, no? So walang volume. So we, we can't trade that. Walang liquidity. Um, FGen, I think, is a liquefied, nutri uh, liquefied natural gas. Um, here in about 18 pesos, I do believe that there's value and um, most likely, there's a lot of buyers between 15 to 18. So there's a lot of buyers before here, about 15 pesos and 16 pesos. Um, and it got stuck here at 33, 34 because supposedly there was a, uh, a tender offer, diba? Not sure if hindi natuloy, kaya siguro bumagsak. So, uh, but then again, if First Gen is reporting uh, earnings naman, it actually returned up. Pero, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't think negatively too much. Um, pero since downtrend pa siya, there's no stopping if it goes from 18 to 16 or 15. Uh, but um, there, there might be value players at 18 to 15 for FGEN. Um, something to look at as well, um, if Ayala Land and SM Prime are going up, not saying that I'm very bullish on properties, but um, it might be positive for Mega World. Um, because it's trading at about 2.5 here, 2.68. So uh, I see that it's near support. So just like when we saw Ayala Land was trading at 28 pesos, it seems to be extended to the downside. Might actually have a value play within these, these levels, no? From 250 area to 240 areas. I think there's a lot of uh, players here that's also looking at a, a bargain area for Mega World. Might want to check it out. Um, 
Ano pa ba? Well, um, maraming inflationary themes. So, of course, residential properties are not the top go-to spending uh, for the Filipinos. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, inflation isn't going to hit the Philippine market. It will. But um, even though it will hit the Philippine market, you have to take a look at uh, the ranges here of PSEI. Your PSEI is likely trading within a range of about 6,000 to 7,000, no? So as you go higher to about 7K, you, you get a seller. No? So that would be your SMs and SM primes already running at resistance. Nasa resistance na yung SM prime. No? At 40 pesos, it got knocked down. Um, and SM as well, at 900, it got knocked down. Um, didn't hit 900, nasa 860. But when it does 900, it is going to get knocked down. So um, I think the Philippines is still stuck in a trading range. And um, what you want to do in the Philippines is either look for mga industries that you believe are going up. We argued uh, the industries that are going up are commodities. So coal has been rising, no? Semi, uh, semirara. Um, but then again, semirara at about 36, 37, marami din sellers dyan, no? So nasa uptrend resistance na rin siya. Could also go back down to 31, 30. So we wait again. Uh, might be taking profits here. The MCI is trading at about 950 area, so maraming resistance din dito, previous high. Uh, so buy low, sell high, I think, is the mantra for the Philippine market. If it's low, you can buy. If, it, if it's high, might have to think think twice. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, market is still open, pero ano ba yung mga losers today? AEV, 1% down lang yan. Um, yeah. um, from the most active trades, I think um, it's mostly index issues. Mm. Ah, okay. Yung ASEN, diba? Um, so ASEN has been rising then. So I forgot to say. So solar, tatlilan mo yung solar companies na pure play. So, so. ASEN has been going up. Although si ASEN, hindi siya solar pure play. They've got, uh, bumibili rin siya mga battery energy services, which is a good thing. So, ano to, um, renewable energy yung discarded ni ASEN, similar to Avoitices. Looks okay. Um, umangat na siya from 6 to 7. Uh, I argue though that uh, it's gonna trade within a range. I think it's 7 to 9 um, with a lot of sellers pressure here at 9. So similar yan sa Aboytis Power, but between the two, I find the uh, Aboytis cheaper. So yan, trading range, eh, 28 to 36 for Aboytis Power. I think ASEN is in a trading range. Trading range muna siya for the next few months until the next catalyst. Um, natanggal yung catalysts ni ASEN dahil yun sa mga dilution, mga hangover on mga shares, mga placements, ganun. So I think ASEN has been distributing three shares of ASEN for all AC Energy shareholders. So that should put some pressure if it rallies now 8.50 or 9. That means every AC shareholder is now uh, a proud buyer, a proud owner of uh, ASEN as well. Um, if you were able to buy before the cutoff date, the record date was I think May 27. So lahat ng mga bumili dito, may free shares sila ng ASEN as a property div. Okay, um, and that would um, that would also impact um, ASEN shares eventually. Siguro dito sa mga 850 may selling pressure. For Axlag, I think we can only um, suggest right now to watch how things go. Um, we, we find it cheap. I personally find it cheap. But of course, the market will have to dictate what it will trade at. So habang below IPO siya sa 2 pesos, it's actually trading in a, in a, 
in a price na nobody knows yet, no? So it's below resistance, first resistance 225, then another resistance at 2 pesos. You have to break 2 and 225 to see uh, an uptrend reversal upwards. Um, but we think that over time, no, it's, uh, well, ako lang naman, I, I think over time it will go up. But, you know, same thing for the IPOs. I'm also bullish on CPS. Um, so I think that the U.S. markets have been um, recently going up. So it, it's in a bear market rally, no? The Philippines, uh, sorry, the U.S. is in a bear market rally. And so um, if, if your view is that the CTS Global, the traders can actually make some money um, over the rally, um, then you should assume na on me kasi nag-support yung market sa U.S. So my sense is that medyo kumita yung mga traders dyan. Um, so from 80, I think it's gonna go back to first resistance, piso muna. Yung resistance mo sa piso. It's still, it's still got resistance, no? 1 and 120. Baka maging ganyan yung movement ni Aslag. So just be careful. Resistance yung 2, baka mag-support sa 180 or 160. Either way, um, I think there's a lot of buyers. Um, and the way I see it, since solar is a more secular thread na mas energy efficient naman talaga for the Filipinos, um, and you've got solar panels, as I said, going down the prices, um, it should be positive for me um, to, to to invest in solar energy place. Not na medyo cheap. No? So it, it, that's really how I view it. Fundamental yung basis ko on my targeting on Aslag. No, not technical. Kung technicals, um, wala tayo masasabi. Kasi breakdown siya below 2, breakdown siya below 2, 2 at 225. So those two are your resistances. Until it breaks 225, cannot say if Aslag will go down or go up. <clears throat> that's all we can say, no? Parang we like fundamentals, but technicals, that's another beast in itself. Um, the happy thing that I can tell you from a technical standpoint is that all the solar companies worldwide are going up, re-rating up. So Sunrun, SunPower, I'm going to show to you them, lahat sila up. Uh, so, ang maganda doon, positive yung correlation on the on the solar means abroad. SunPower up, you know, since May, you know, from 13 to 19. Um, run from 18, 18, 17 to 28, no? Laki ng move. Um, and face, laki ng move niyan, 200 to 300. Sorry, 130 to 200. Solar edge yung 200 to 300. Boom. So lahat ng solar is malakas. So I, I would say na you, you're in a positive industry. So not a problem. Okay, so there's not much questions. Uh, and I don't think there's much to be discussed in the Philippines except that um, low volume... Uh, stick to buying low and selling high because we're in the trading range. That means that if your SMs and SM primes are near high, probably trim. For those who have ASLAG, um, a little bit disappointing after the IPO, but I don't think it's over. Um, it's just a matter of waiting and uh, seeing where RASLAG 3. I think the next catalyst is the power plant, the RASLAG 3, as well as uh, potential deals going forward. What are the future deals? Uh, possibly more JVs uh, after the 4 and 5? We, we don't know. Baka meron silang other projects. But uh, for now, syempre, the most inter intermediate catalyst is um, commencing the up the, ano, the RASLAG 3. So uh, more more material information on RASLAG 3 power plant. And um, and I think more of the impact towards the, the location Central Luzon. So that's positive for all the solar and siguro yung feed-in tariff. I think that would be a positive news if we can get a glimpse of RASLAG 4 and 5 um, possibly getting uh, tariffs. No? Feed-in tariffs would be a good news if ever. Sige. Thank you. That's it. Bye-bye.